0: His Morning Crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. There's this dad, and he gave his daughter his old cell phone so she could use it to play games. But what he didn't know was that she was also pulling up his old contact lists and using the phone to send text messages to her grandfather but her grandfather passed away five years ago. So they sounded more like prayers and just messages uh, to somebody that she really loved. I mean, because the phone doesn't even have service anymore, but that didn't stop her from trying to communicate with this grandfather that she loved so much. One of the texts says, I love you, Granddad. Have a great time in heaven. I hope you meet Jesus, and I hope you had an amazing life. I absolutely love you, and my life could not have been this amazing without you. Can you imagine the dad's reaction when he read those sweet texts?
1: I would have lost it. Oh, (laughs) so touching. Just completely lost
2: it. Wow. I'm speechless. That's rare, I know.
0: That doesn't happen very often. What was your grandpa like, Jim?
2: Hilarious. The man was hilarious. Very humble, but very hilarious. Made all of us grandkids laugh all the time. At my grandmother's expense, of course. <laughs> it's too bad you don't take after him. I know. I'm, try, I'm trying to.
1: Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Thank you for joining us during the special time. Linda, who is our prayer team coordinator, is with us this morning. I tell you, she makes sure that this phone number has somebody at it around the clock. I'm serious. Whenever you need it, you can call or text it. It's 866-987-7729. Share some good news out of the prayer line with us, Linda. We just need some good news today.
3: Well, I have some great news. Natasha's mom, Anna, had stage four cancer and it had reached her bones, which you know is very serious. They started calling regularly for prayer and do you know her cancer went from 67% to 37% and now there she's considered cancer free mm. and they're just praising God. Isn't that great
1: news? That is amazing news. Okay, that's the mm. kind of stuff we wanted to hear today, but I also know there's some needs to share
3: we do we have a precious young woman her her, most well, actually grandmother deborah her 15 year old granddaughter has a shunt in her head she's going to school for the deaf and the blind she had surgery and she now has a large mass in her heart and she may need heart surgery if the shunt is not replaced correctly she won't live so we need to pray for that sweet little girl
1: oh my and we're, we're also allison has an update on cheyenne what you've been following that journey along with us at His Radio.
3: Yeah, we've been praying for 16-year-old
0: Cheyenne who came down with the flu, which escalated. Now she's at MUSC, and right now, at this very moment, Linda, doctors are performing open-heart surgery. The amazing thing is, they thought there were two blood clots in her heart that they'd have to remove. Well, one of them disappeared. And the other one, uh, so they're still gonna have to work on the clot that's on the right side.
1: Oh, Father, in Jesus' name, we lift these needs up to you. Uh, One that Linda just shared with us, which is about Deborah's 15-year-old granddaughter with a shunt in her head, and she's at the School of the Deaf and the Blind. Surgery happened, but this mask that's on her heart, and she may need heart surgery, God. I pray for a miracle for Deborah's little granddaughter, only 15 years old. And then we hear about the 16-year-old Cheyenne that Allison was just telling us about. I mean, to come down with a flu, and all of a sudden, you're in the hospital, and all of a sudden they talk about all this open heart surgery and everything that's going on with that young lady as well father we know that was you that one blood clot just disappeared but still the doctors are concerned about the other one and they have to do something about it so God for both of these young ladies for Deborah's granddaughter and for Cheyenne God we pray for a miracle for the both of them God, because this both concerns their hearts. And Father, in Jesus' name, we just pray for a healing for them. Thank you that you're giving the doctors the wisdom and the guidance that they need through it all. And we leave these needs before you. And we thank you, God, for what you're going to do. Mornings with His Morning Crew. Hey, you know what? I know what it's like when you feel alone, you feel abandoned, and God just seems so distant that He's not listening or doing a thing for you. Well, check out our hashtag encouraging word today. You'll find this on our Facebook page and our website at hisradio.com. It's Psalm 121 and verse five. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you and your protective shade. That's Psalm 121 and verse five. That's our hashtag encouraging word. than just pretty voices by the way Jim he's known as the witty funny guy sometimes he you know treats Allison as if she's a daughter that he's angry at every now and then (laughs) but there is a tender side to Jim and this story will prove it
2: I'm not angry at her I'm just trying to raise her properly see
1: (laughs) I'm 38 years old Jim man my work is
2: not done yet apparently (laughs) okay actually i like to talk coffee is that okay
1: that's a ten- yeah. that's a tender moment <laughs> yes
2: coffee shops i love coffee shops even more than coffee because it's just something about you know the camaraderie you know getting together with people and uh whether you have coffee or not just the smell of coffee is great for me well there's a coffee shop i want to go to it's called biddy and beau's coffee shop it's in charleston and i want to meet amy wright this is her coffee shop is her brainchild and it uh, was inspired by her two children two youngest children i believe it is Biddy and Bo, who both have down syndrome so this coffee shop she hires those with disabilities it's so precious way to go amy yes you can listen to this guy he's so excited
4: i i thought that i would never ever get a job because of uh because of My disability. This coffee
0: shop has created a place where people see their value and then our hope is they'll go back to their business and they'll try to hire somebody with a disability.
1: (sighs) Thank you.
2: Mm. Man, how about that? I'm going there. You can't stop me.
1: (laughs) We won't. It's Jim's tender side.
0: Will you get me some some things?
2: (laughs) I don't know. You haven't been really
1: good this week. It's his morning crew. I have some gifts. What? Hang on a second. I love gifts. Not from me. But it is from my dentist office. What? The folks who have been doing all my dental work. So
0: it's not candy. No, it's not candy. But I think you'll like. Cute.
1: Yeah. It they
0: matches my shirt.
1: Wow, I didn't even notice oh, that. Brother.
0: And toothbrushes, I love free toothbrushes. They're mm. my favorite kind of toothbrushes.
1: They adore Jim and Allison, so I had to get this bag right here.
0: Chapstick.
1: hmm
0: The goodies just keep coming.
1: Are you gonna give any of that to Jim? She's not giving Do any of it out.
0: <laughs> Do I have to?
1: <laughs> I understand the chapstick tastes yummy.
0: Mm, I like You're
4: yummy encouraged to coffee. eat
1: it, Jim. You are? Yes.
4: Mm. Yeah, is there a so flavor?
1: hey, and they wanted to brag on Allison. Kelsey is in one of the departments there, mm-hmm. and she was telling me this about Allison. She goes, Man, I'm just touched by how much she loves her neighbors. Remember, Roberta, your neighbor, that yeah. you had someone come out and do some plumbing work? Yeah, and then something happened to that plumbing work. Mm-hmm. Well, her husband is the one who came to fix the plumbing that the other no plumbing did. Yeah.
0: What a generous person he
1: is. Yeah. I was so
0: impressed by him helping someone he doesn't even know.
1: Yeah, and they were impressed that you loved on your neighbors like you do. Well, that's very sweet. Isn't that cool? So I'm thinking the gifts came from the dentist's office because of Allison Storm. Aw. Thank you, Allie. His Morning Crew. If I were to ask you what is your favorite board game that you get the family together to do, I know you'd have an answer for it. We used hmm. to do Monopoly all the time, but I am horrible at it, and I don't like to play it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So, what's your favorite, then? Uh, well, it would be Scrabble, but my family's better at it than I am, so it's not Scrabble. <laughs> so,
0: you want a game you can win at? Yes, please. <laughs> Green
2: Dodge.
1: I'm telling you, maybe... Solitaire? This n- Solitaire, I'm pretty good at because, well, no, she wins all the time. <laughs> the horrible at that. <sighs> But how about this new one that you can use your Alexa with? It's called When in Rome and can Alexa be a board game? Yeah kinda. See, Alexa's will teach you how to play and then walk through a whole experience of traveling around the world with Alexa. So here's what happened. You get to meet about 20 people across all these different cities from Mumbai to Chicago and then Alexa, or actually these people, will ask you questions through Alexa. You'll hear about local customs, street food, all this other stuff that happens in the cities. Um, You get them right. You get souvenirs and explorer points. Kind of cool. Oh, and here's a sample, like, from the dude in Australia.
3: Blue team, I've got an easy question for you. Australia is located in the Southern Hemisphere. Fib or that. Sydney celebrates Christmas in summer.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Christmas and summer.
1: Yeah, yes, True. because it's summer in Australia. Fact. Yes, it is So a fact. we'd
0: earn a souvenir then? You would we earn a, a souvenir,
1: yeah. Cool. And it's a board game too with Alexa because you got to send off for a box, you get a world map, a couple of airplane tokens, 80 Explorer points and a few souvenirs. And then you have to enable the win in Rome on your Alexa app, either on your phone or the Echo thing that you have.
0: Mm, Alexa, make Jim
1: lose. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Check this out. I'm going to mention one word. Donut. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Donuts.
2: Hey, I came up with this story when I saw Rob at Krispy Kreme's the other day.
1: Uh-huh. He's never seen me there.
2: Trying to get in on the new phenomenon.
1: There's no celery sticks.
2: What? It is the Krispy Kreme Hershey's Gold Donut.
1: Whoa. For the Olympics. Wow. For the Olympics. Yeah, makes sense. Robin, oh.
2: it's not out till tomorrow.
1: Okay. So The gym will be at the front of the line.
2: Uh, no, no, no. You're you, bringing it back for us.
1: Are you like camping overnight? No, oh,
2: no, 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 no. I'm in the Olympics. Uh-huh. I keep forgetting to mention that. I don't want to talk about myself, though.
0: So for those who can't compete in the
2: Olympics,
0: <laughs> they eat donuts. Yes. to celebrate yes. The Olympics.
2: It's the it's the Hershey. Actually, it's a Hershey's first new bar in 22 years. They haven't had anything new for 22 years. Huh? You don't care.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I care. It's a
2: caramelized cream flavored filled with peanuts and salty pretzel bar. Wait, Have say that again. It, it is caramel caramelized uh-huh. <sighs> cream filled cream flavored sorry filled with peanuts and salty pretzel that's the bar okay that's the candy bar and that is sprinkled on top of your standard glazed donut
1: standard glaze.
2: with that you know crumbled on top of it and then some uh, salted caramel icing
1: I'm thinking mm. Jim's going for the gold are you I gonna
2: did. go for the gold yeah I am so there you go it's out tomorrow
4: Rob, Allison, and Jim.
0: Most chefs spend their careers working their way up to the fanciest restaurant in town, but for Venus de Jesus, it may appear that he's moving backwards, but he doesn't really see it like that at all. He left a five-star fine dining restaurant to work in, get this, a hospital cafeteria.
2: I knew the food was good.
0: <laughs> he arrives to the Children's Hospital where he works every morning at 2.30 a.m. to start baking gourmet desserts for his little customers.
5: When I bake, I think thinking on the kids. If they happy, I'm happy. If I retire one day, I will come back next day as a volunteer because I love
1: this place. Good for him.
0: Yeah, that's how you know you really love your job. If you say you'll do it for free, right? <laughs> well, children from all over the country come to this hospital where he works to get treatment for different illnesses and ailments. And often you can relate to this. When you're sick, you don't have a great appetite. But over and over, that seems to change as soon as chef's Venus, Venus's desserts show up <laughs> in the kids' rooms. They are willing to chow those things down.
2: How old, how, how young do you have to be to eat his desserts?
1: His show up.
0: I think you could eat at the hospital cafeteria.
2: You know what? I actually ate breakfast at the hospital cafeteria this past Sunday. How was it? It was pretty
1: good. Who was there, dude? Me. No, I, but who was there?
2: There was a hospital right next to our neighborhood, and I was out and about, and it was too early to go back home, yet, because I woke up at four. So you, I mean, so, you didn't <laughs> visit anybody. I, I, I went in there. I went in there to, to use the restroom, <laughs> and then I smelled breakfast. It is
1: morning crew. I've been catching up with Elizabeth Elliot's book. It's called Be Still, My Soul Reflections on Living the Christian Life. Elizabeth Elliot, let me tell you, her life is absolutely amazing to go through what she's gone through Mm. just blows my mind.
0: Yeah, she was a missionary to the tribe in Ecuador that took her husband's life, which must have taken amazing strength and forgiveness.
1: And to write a book called Be Still My Soul? Mm. (laughs) This is a devotional. It's like, you know, what she's been through. Her third chapter, I've been going through this book. It's called All Things Are Yours, and she's going through Acts chapter 2 and verse 23 in the middle of this chapter where it says, this man, talking about Jesus, this man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge. And you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. And then Elizabeth says this, this is the worst thing that has ever happened in human history, and God didn't stop it. Instead, he transfigured into the best thing that has ever happened, securing the salvation of the human race. Elizabeth knows about some bad things that can happen in life. I mean, her husband, (laughs) was martyred for his faith. And yet she championed and went right back to the people who did that to her husband. And share Jesus with them. Mm. Absolutely amazing. Be still, my soul. Reflections on the Christian life. I'd love for you to win this book, and you can from His Radio.
0: Yeah, just head to our His Radio Facebook page and let us know, what have you given up or what are you willing to give up in order to follow Christ? Answer that question, and you'll be entered to win.
1: Okay, okay, that's it. Mornings with His Morning Crew. Our executive producer on His Morning Crew here on His Radio, Jim Mann, mentioned that he eats his Sunday morning breakfast at the hospital just because he wants to. It's Rob, Allison, and Jim, his morning crew on his radio.
2: I was hungry, and I could smell it.
1: (laughs) Because he was on a morning walk, and he had to use the
2: facilities. (laughs) Well, we have four dogs. If I went back into the house, you know, I'd wake the dogs up and all the people, you know, it was still very early. So I was being considerate.
0: And then, if anything happens to you, you're right there. There's mm-hmm. people that can yeah. help you.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> There was a restroom incident.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just showed my little medical bracelet and we were okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And now you want to talk about food in a different land?
2: I do. Actually, it, it's food here that people from a different land find disgusting. It's it's food Americans eat that British people find disgusting. Really? Like what? Hmm. I know. Well, there's lots of them, but I'm just going to tell you a few. One of them is. GRITS. HUH? THEY I FIND can THAT see DISGUSTING? That. IT'S LIKE THE AMERICAN STAPLE.
1: I FIND IT DISGUSTING.
2: <laughs> ROB.
1: I DO. YOU
0: CAN'T SAY THOSE KIND OF THINGS IN THE SOUTH. I'M you SORRY.
2: Can't.
1: WHAT IS WRONG There's WITH YOU? SOUTHERNERS THAT DON'T LIKE GRITS. Do YOU KNOW WHAT I mean, GRITS come on. IS? R. yeah it's corn the
2: yeah they're <laughs> iowa stuff it's which just,
0: is odd because we don't have grits in iowa uh-uh.
2: yeah it's, it's a southern thing we have malta meal. another one <laughs> yeah uh yeah so they don't know what it is they think it's disgusting and uh another one is and i actually agree with them the non-fat milk they say it's just nothing but water with white stuff in it which i agree i love non-fat milk well, again, I agree, disagree even more.
0: You would not do well in Britain. I guess. Yeah, watery
2: watery milk just doesn't do it. But I don't drink milk anyway. What else is so, there? Hey, let me tell you something else. This is Rob's favorite, peanut butter and jelly. They don't understand peanut butter, first of all, and they don't know why you put jelly on it.
1: It's good after a very long run.
0: Peanut butter and jelly, they find it gross. Uh,
1: Wow,
2: look at that. I just Mm.
0: wanted an excuse to talk in an accent.
2: Very good. It's disgusting. It's very good when you're hungry, right? Love it. Yeah. 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 With a spot of
1: tea.
0: These are the people that eat blood pudding. What? Yeah, that's gross. Here's Morning Crew. Allison, are you all right? I'm trying my rice cake open. I need a snack.
1: She's, she literally can't open up that bag. I will admit, those things are hard to open nowadays.
0: Are they? Come well, on. You would know. You eat rice cakes too, don't you?
1: Uh, from time to time. Is it really worth the effort?
2: Why do
0: I feel so feeble?
2: I
1: this know. must
0: be how Jim feels. Because you're
1: eating <laughs> rice cakes. What? You need... <laughs> Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Our executive producer, Jim Mann, who likes to look for different types of stories when it comes to the Winter Olympics. What'd you find, Jim?
2: I'm actually looking for uh, jobs.
0: Hi. Oh. You're not leaving, are you? Oh, we're so sad. Hope it yeah, goes well.
2: Yeah, see you, Jim. <laughs> That's why I'm looking for another Here's job. A
1: parting gift for you, chapstick.
2: Felt, <laughs> the whole thing this time? Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, the best job at the Olympics other than being you know, one of the athletes, winning gold and stuff like that, like that's my background, would be uh, <laughs> the figure skating stuffed animal wrangler. Hmm? Okay. You know what that is? You, know, you watch the figure skaters out there and then when the crowd loves it, they're throwing flowers and stuffed animals out there. Well, these little people come out and they're skating around and picking up all these stuffed animals and flowers.
1: What do you mean by little people?
2: Oh, they're just, they're little, they're How like they fat kids? Well, I don't know. I didn't really measure them, <laughs> but they just <laughs> come out like a swarm of bees. And they're like skating everywhere. You gotta be a good skater, obviously, because you don't wanna go out there and fall in front of all these trillions of people watching. And you don't wanna run into the skater who's out there <laughs> taking the applause. But it's very important to get all these stuffed animals and flowers off the ice, because it's not good for the next skater. That's you understand what I'm saying? And what happens to these animals?
0: Yeah, what happens to these animals? And they all look like Winnie the Pooh. Is that a coincidence? Yes, they're all
2: Winnie the Poohs. <laughs> that is a coincidence. What they all went to all the same the shop. Uh, they get they get thrown into this little pile.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> Thanks, Jim. The poo goes in a pile.
2: <laughs> yeah. And
1: they're oh, giving. <laughs> oh! Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> I think that's done right. I don't want to know the rest. Rob, Allison, and Jim.
0: We've been praying for 16-year-old Cheyenne. She came down with the flu a couple weeks ago, which escalated. Now she's at MUSC. And right at this very moment, doctors are performing open-heart surgery. So we just wanted to give you an update. She uh, had a couple of blood clots in her heart. Well, the amazing thing is that one of those blood clots in her heart has disappeared. Mm. So the doctors are going to go in, make sure that one is not there anymore, they don't believe it is, and then they'll still be removing the clot that's on her right side and i love the update that her mom is giving she says i pray this procedure will be a supernatural experience that cannot be explained or described i pray the medical team is left awestruck and i just think that's so amazing that a mother in this circumstance is concerned about the salvation of the medical team the that inspiring
1: woman of faith her name is tina and tina has just been so inspiring through this entire journey She really has. I'd be falling apart she has so
0: showed such strength and faith through all of this and one of the things that's really encouraging her is that so many people of the his radio family are sending them cards in fact she just posted a picture five minutes ago while her uh, daughter is on the hospital operating table of the cards that they received yesterday and she says we feel the love and support from each handwritten and hand-drawn cards card we are overwhelmed with joy as we read each piece of mail so we'd love for you to continue that to help lift up this family
1: you can do that by just simply texting one word no emojis or anything with it or the information won't get to you just one word and it's card to 800-447-7234. I love the fact that people along with you are just sharing Cheyenne with so much love from Jesus when doing mm-hmm. this stuff. So the card, uh, that's the word, card 800-447-7234. And I know we're praying right along with you for Cheyenne. Thank you so much for doing that. Because you said the surgery is right now. Yep, right at, at this, this moment. moment. So thanks for praying his morning crew you're probably just seeing the news just as we are it's rob allison and jim his morning crew here on his radio and i think a lot of people on the face of this planet know who billy graham is and the impact that that man's life has had on so many millions of people when he lived the face of this earth. yeah he just passed away today
0: mm, 99 years old america's pastor Sorry, just like you, I'm processing this. He's meant so much to this country and to this world and such an ambassador for Christ for millions of people. So many people will be in heaven because of that man.
1: And are in heaven because of that man. We, We caught up with a lot of the people that you know, that you listen to on his radio that's been impacted by his life. Chris Tomlin is one of them
5: yeah just to speak on billy graham and uh, reverend billy graham i mean what i mean just when you say his name there's kind of an honor that comes with it and w- incredible incredible man i mean world known all over the world kind of as obviously was a pa- america's pastor but really a world's pastor, really, and someone who's—what uh, I love about Billy is his reach was so far. It was so far to so many through different cultures, through different doctrines of the church, through all these things, um, because he kept the message simple, and the message was Jesus loves you, that the gospel is real, that there is forgiveness of sin, and that and I think they. His life shows the power of the gospel. That you can speak on that your whole life, and it, and it's a unifying thing, and it brings people together, and it never goes out of style. Billy Graham's never gone out of style, you know, and that's a, that's an amazing thing. And what an influence he's been on generations, his generations, and and all the ones below, and uh, his influence is going to go on way, uh, way far into the coming generations as well, and amazing to be to live in his time and uh what what an incredible man that's chris tomlin on billy graham if you
1: haven't heard just yet america's pastor billy graham just passed away mornings with rob allison and jim if you have not heard the news just yet it's all over social media the news billy graham just passed away
0: 99 years old Mm. from his humble roots in a dairy farm outside charlotte to a man who changed the world
1: literally i mean if you've been to a crusade that was life altering Mm. absolutely amazing we caught up with matthew west who has been greatly impacted
4: by the life of billy graham My life has been uh, incredibly impacted and deeply impacted by the life and ministry of Reverend Billy Graham and my personal story of how i came to know jesus and ask jesus in my heart is i'm a preacher's kid and yet uh, it was at the age of 13 sitting in my basement at the home i grew up in in downers grove illinois where i was flipping the channels looking for a chicago cubs game and instead i stumbled upon a billy graham crusade now being the preacher's kid uh watching preachers on tv was not my favorite pastime but this particular day there was something that was prohibiting me from changing the channels I was just fixated on how God was speaking through this man he was inviting people to leave their seats at this auditorium and come forward and he said it would be the most important decision that you would ever make in your life and that would be to decide what will you do with Jesus the choir was singing just as I am without one plea my mom came downstairs and said saw that God was at work in my life in that very moment she asked me if I wanted to pray and that was the moment the hour that I first believed the moment that I said in my head and in my heart yes to Jesus well fast forward several years later uh, my songs are on his radio and I'm traveling around the country I'm doing events with Billy Graham's son Franklin and grandson Will and Will said one day hey I see you're going to be in North Carolina I want to take you to meet my granddaddy and And my fondest memory um, was sitting in Billy Graham's kitchen uh, around a big wooden table and we drank root beer together and he gave me time, and we spent an hour together, and I asked him questions like, how can I improve my personal spiritual time and my time reading the Bible? And he poured wisdom into my life, practical things, Um, and one of the lasting things that he said to me was that the quality of your ministry and the quality of your family, the quality of your entire life, hinges on the quality of your time spent in the Word and your time spent with God. Billy Graham, a great man who I am very thankful for. (sighs) That's Matthew
1: West. What a story he has Mm. about the life of Billy Graham, the impact that Billy Graham has had on Matthew West's life. I know Billy Graham. He was ready to go to heaven. Mm. I mean, Ruth had went years ago, Mm -hmm. and now he's reunited. And all those people going up to Billy Graham saying thank you in heaven to him right now.
0: Can you imagine drinking root beer with Billy Graham? <laughs> yeah,
1: right there on the porch. Wow, what that's a special cool. memory.
2: Okay, okay, that's it.
1: Mornings with his morning crew. I know, this is just like a day that is, does, is this really happening? You probably already saw all over social media or the news breaks that just came through that Reverend, Reverend Billy Graham, the man whose passion was to share Jesus with people, is now with Jesus. He just passed away, and I, I don't know why I feel excited for him right now, because this whole life was to tell people about Jesus and, and how you get to heaven, and now... He's there. Mm -hmm.
0: And his health had deteriorated over the last few years. We didn't hear a whole lot from him, but it's amazing to know that he is whole in Christ right now, dancing on the streets of heaven.
1: Here's the cool thing. The people that you hear on his radio, the artists that do the music on his radio, like Danny Gokey. Danny Danny Gokey, what an amazing guy he is. We did catch up with Danny, and he has these thoughts about Billy Graham in
4: his life. Billy Graham was a perfect example of someone who completely and totally abandoned himself to Christ. What an awesome testimony of God's love and his dedication. You know, that there's a that scripture verse that says, you know, Paul says, I'm going to go after Christ like he went after me. And, and Billy Graham went and did that. And I'm encouraged by his story, by his legacy, he's going to be missed. And I hope somehow that I can live to what he did and, and, and do the same thing.
1: That's Danny Gokie. <laughs> and I think Billy Graham is giving you a thumbs up today. So is Jesus, Danny. Well done, man.